change is scary. It just inevitably is, right? And sometimes, though, obviously, when you go into a change you weren't expecting, uh, that can be really scary. But what happens when you make a change or you want to make a change that you know is going to be positive, but the fear is standing in front of you? Good change can be scary, too. And that's what we're talking about today on the show with Leah, our therapist friend. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to a new week of Certified Mama's Boy. This is a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I want to know how your relationship with your partner's mother affects your – wait. <laughs> it must be Monday's show. Uh-huh. I want to know how your your partner's relationship – your – okay. I want to know <laughs> – Hello. Basically, I'm trying to say, if your partner, I'm going to talk to women only, if your partner, is, or I guess gay men, if your male partner is a mama's boy, does it affect your relationship? That's what I want to talk about. How does the relationship with your partner's, how does your partner's, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. How does it, it could be okay. your mother-in-law if you're married, if not the mother of the your significant other. Thank you. God, it only takes 12 minutes to get out. That's the whole episode. See you next time. Love you forever. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's all we got. Goodbye, everybody. for today. (laughs) (laughs) You're very confused. It's okay. Must be a Monday morning. Um, So here's the reason I asked this. I had a friend. We were were just kind of BSing catching up this weekend. And she asked me, she goes, are you afraid how your relationship with your mom is going to affect your next relationship? And I was like, what? She's like, just because you guys are so close. And she like, sent me this article because she had thought about me. And said, so what to do if, you're, if your husband is a mama's boy? Uh-huh. And let me see. Signs that your mom, that your husband is a mama's boy. Here we go. Um, his mother's wish is his command. If she wants him to run an errand, take her to the doctor, et cetera, et cetera. She, he always obliges regardless of your wants. Um, he wants daily or nearly daily contact with his mom, either via cell phone or in person. He chooses her over his spouse or his children. He never moved far away from his mom or even still lives with her. He has trouble making decisions without his mom. He expects you to take care of him in the way, same way she does. And he has financial ties to his mother, which keeps him on a shorter leash with her expectations. Now, I don't think I fall into that. And, 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 well, in, I don't think you fall <laughs> into any of those. I mean – yeah, I I wouldn't. Your your wish is not my command. Like I definitely would stand up against you. I feel like, don't you think yes. so? I mean, we don't really. Uh, you and I don't really don't. butt heads on a lot of things. But no, I don't think that no. I really am. Like, well, whatever my mom says has to go. I know I've got no. a couple of guy friends that are like that though. They're like so scared of their moms no. that they'll just do whatever they uh-uh. say. You know. Uh-uh. So we'll take it off the list. Um, uh-uh. He wants daily or nearly daily contact with his mom. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we talk well, or at least text every day. Well, because we do a podcast. When we didn't, how often did we talk? You think every week, once a week? Yeah, I'd say maybe once a week. Text but every day, but then married, but not when you were married. How often did we talk when I was married? When you were married, we may have only talked like every couple of weeks. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, always chooses her her over his spouse. No. Mm. Uh, never moved far away. No. Mm. Has trouble making decisions without his mom. No. Mm-mm. 
Um, want you to take care of me. Now, this, this is the one that probably will affect me. Hmm. Does he expect you to take care of him in the same way his mother does? Hmm. I think that's what I had the biggest issues with when it comes to our relationship. Hmm. Because I like it. <laughs> but did you did you expect Shannon to take care of you like a mother? I think socially I did. Oh. I mean, like, not <laughs> – it wasn't – okay, so not like I was like – I'm a man, you're a woman, but almost like I don't have this skill set. So uh-huh. yeah. if anyone's going to cook, it's going to have to be you because I never yeah. learned this. So yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. I think that she, but I also had the mentality because she didn't work really much. Most of the time we were married. Right. So I kind of had the mentality that like she would just, you know, need her to do something to benefit the family. Yeah. Um, but I do like to be, mothered if that makes sense you like to be spoiled yeah like that's what <laughs> i think is the biggest problem that i'm gonna have in future mm-hmm. relationships is because i like to be spoiled mm-hmm. my mom always spoiled me mm-hmm. um still does still does so mm-hmm. i just <laughs> don't know how that's going to affect my next relationship because i mean my ex-wife didn't really put up with it you know she just wasn't like that mm-hmm. kind of person Right. But I think that's kind of what I'm looking for. My next partner hmm. is somebody that will spoil me and like, hmm. will scratch my back and like <laughs> treat me like a, a baby. <laughs> um, I was talk- it was funny because I was talking about that, about how like, that's a big thing for me is someone that like scratch my back. <laughs> and she was saying all guys, she's like, all guys I've ever dated, like almost require a woman to scratch their back. Really? Yeah. Was that, is yeah. that a thing? I don't know. Does dad like want you to scratch his back all no, the time? I don't feel like I ever no, see you like scratching his back. I love it. Ever, I don't think that was ever a requirement or a request. Did you, did you scratch my back a lot as a kid, like as a baby? I don't know. I but I don't know remember. if that's a if that's a thing in your relationship or not. But she's like, every guy I date just loves <laughs> having their back scratched. <laughs> um, and then last one, financial ties to his mother. No. <laughs> No. Not one penny. I'm just trying to get that inheritance mm. money. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, not one. Mm-mm. So what do you think, mom? Do you think that you'll interfere? Do you think that our relationship interfered with my previous marriage? Well, I hope not. I don't think so. I, I certainly tried not to interfere. That's why we didn't talk all the time. I mean, I don't normally even call your brother or Maggie if I know they're with their partners, their spouses, their husbands. Yeah. I just don't because I think that time is special and I don't need to interfere with all that. Well, I can, I think this question can go both ways though, because how did, how do you think that dad's relationship with granny affected your relationship? I don't think it always has to be a positive situation either like how did that go like the boundaries between you guys well i think that it wasn't necessarily their relationship it was her her generational views that such as that differed from mine like you know in her generation the woman stayed at home and did all the cooking all the cleaning all the everything related to the house and the children and the men were expected to go to work and make money. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Um, 
So when Jim and I got married, things didn't necessarily go that way. I mean, right. I was working. I I did have a life of my own outside of him and goals and ambitions and, you know, really wanted him to, or expected him to take part in household chores and mm-hmm. upbringing and so do you tasks. think that, do you think though that like played an issue do you think of well my mom thinks that well i don't know if it did for him i mean he never said my mom thinks she always let me know what she thought <laughs> yeah <laughs> but <laughs> there's no question granny Nancy was not a shy one uh uh-uh, uh, she was not. I would no. love to have Granny Yancey on the podcast. I'd do anything to have Granny Yancey on the podcast. <laughs> oh I would gosh. love it. I would love to sit <laughs> that down and have would be a hoot. I would love for you guys to have met Granny Yancey. She was just like, you know my dad, but like imagine like a granny version of Jim Yancey. And like that's <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's pretty much what you got with Granny Yancey. She's wild. Um yeah. so wait, I I'm confused on your answer. So did yeah. oh. dad's relationship with Granny have an effect on your relationship? Not on ours necessarily because I didn't allow it to. Mm-hmm. Not on mine and Jim's. Mm-hmm. But it definitely had. Uh, uh, I mean, we didn't have it. Your grand and I didn't have a great relationship. Right. Um, we did better until Jim and I separated. Mm-hmm. And then once we separated, all of a sudden, you know, I became this little evil woman. <laughs> you know, that had a mind that was thinking for herself and mm-hmm. you know, thought Going against the Lord. That's your problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Granny was very religious and doesn't mm-hmm. go for anything non-traditional. No, which you can no. imagine when we had a gay brother, how nerve-wracking that was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. No, Granny wasn't very open-minded, but she did. I mean, I feel like she came around. I think she kind of had to, you know. Oh, like, she did. The oh, whole family definitely. just went completely non-traditional. And then it was like, well, all right, now what? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Like when the yeah. other side of the family basically married all non-white people and like uh-huh. uh, uh, Brian's gay. Uh-huh. Um, I'm over here trying to be some damn vagabond damn. What's that called? You don't live anywhere for a long time. <laughs> a nomad. <laughs> a nomad. Yeah. Just over here moving around the country every two years. Like it ain't nothing. Um, and, and there's Maggie. Maggie was perfect. So uh, Maggie was very traditional, <laughs> I, very perfect. I, I'm curious though. That's why I'm like, how did I'd love to hear that? How your relation, your partner's relationship with their mother, mm-hmm. especially I'm because obviously got to think about everybody here, but I'm thinking like man, a man partner and this relationship with his mother, how that then affects your relationship. It could be in a positive way too. Like a lot of people, like I love the relationship you have with your mom. It's so, it's so good. Like, you know, it's so cool. It's, you know, shows how much you care about a woman, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I think some people get like a little weird about it by it. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I tell people, like when I was dating more often, um, I'd be like, I have a podcast with my mom. They're like, what? (laughs) That's called Certified Mama's Boy. (laughs) Like, like, why? Yeah. So why would you do that? (laughs) <laughs> I'd love to hear those phone calls this week, though. So I've, just been, I've been thinking about it the last couple of days. I thought it was really kind of interesting to think how that generationally can affect, you know, relationships all the way down. So 888-Kramer8 would love to hear your story about how your partner – you know what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> tell me this. Let's play a little game. If you were to open your mailbox, what's the absolute worst piece of mail that could be inside of there? What do you think, Mom? Like, what was that? What, what if you haven't opened your mailbox and the absolute worst? Like, what's the, the least? 
or like the worst case scenario piece of mail that would be inside. Cause I'm pretty sure I've got the one sitting in my hand right here that came this weekend. I'm pretty sure you do. And I know what it is. Yeah. I already so, told my mom. Yeah. Um, it could be a big bill. Unexpected bills are unfun. Like, like a doctor mm. bill. That, that could actually be worse. Mm. I would, yeah. I would argue that like a un, what's the word? Like un, uninsured. Doctor's bill. Doctor's bill, bill. Like you thought was paid oh. for. And then you yeah. get it and it's like $12,000. Okay, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, that's bad. That one's worse than what I got this weekend. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other piece of mail that's really – maybe like um, summoned court kind of thing or like a – what's that called? Like a um, – A court summons? Yeah, or like you know what I mean? Like when they – when it's like you've been served. But I guess they don't, they, when you get served paper, somebody shows up and yeah. mail it to you. Yeah, um, you're in trouble. Yeah, they're not going you remember to mail a, you something you that a long says time you're under ago, arrest. Yeah, the police just <laughs> mailed you a letter instead of showing up to your house. That could be kind of nice. So please turn <laughs> yeah. yourself in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very friendly. This date and time is your appointment. <laughs> I think, I think the letter. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember this story. Uh, it was a way long time ago in San Diego. This actually was worse to me because of the the weight I had to do. Uh, but I told this on the radio show. But I had to stop. But I'll tell you a little bit more now because I don't care about my relationship with my ex family anymore. Um, <laughs> I got a letter from an adoption agency and they were, well, what happened was I got a, a notice on my door. What's it called? Certified mail. We have to sign for a letter. Uh-huh. And it was from like families first oh. in Florida. And this is when oh. I lived in San Diego. And I was like, so I Googled it and it was like, it's an adoption agency. And I was like, did I like birth a child <laughs> when I lived in like Panama city or something? Cause I had, uh-huh. I had a little heyday in there. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Uh huh. And I was like, is there like a kid that's looking for me? Because it would have been like, you know, seven, eight years later. Yeah. And so I got super paranoid. And so all weekend, I just had to, because it was like, I got it at like 6 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah. And it was like, you got to come to the post office to get this letter. Do you remember the story, mom, or not? Somewhat. Yeah. It was a long time ago now. It was like shortly after, well, it was shortly after I moved into my house. I'm like 2018, maybe. Yeah. So I... Drove over to the uh, post office that Monday to go pick it up. And my, my, I'm all weekend, I'm like having a panic attack because I'm like, <laughs> I've got a kid. They well, want yeah, back child why support. Else, <laughs> why else would a adoption agency mm-hmm. want to reach me? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so I'm like panic, panic, panic all weekend, just like just stomachs and knots. I'm like, nothing I can do about it though. So Monday, I go and I get the letter and actually the letter could have come on Saturday, whatever, for whatever reason, the post office was closed for the next X amount of time. So yeah. the next day possible, I go pick up the letter and cause it was only left for Yancey. All, all the notice said was Yancey and mm-hmm. it actually was for my ex-wife. And I guess I never really quite told this story cause they got really weird about it. Uh-huh. Uh, but they thought that her brother had, was the um, baby daddy of somebody Oh, and they were reaching out to, other family members family tried members. to reach uh-huh. him. Yeah. But it was the wrong um we found out it was the wrong name, but like they thought mm-hmm. he had like fathered a child. I do remember so, that. Yeah. So anyway, that was a pretty terrible piece of mail to get. <laughs> but anyway, this one's gotta be up here. Yo, I get a letter this weekend. I don't go through my mail that often <laughs> because nothing like why. I can't even tell you. Let me see when this, this letter was postmarked. It doesn't even say on here. Um but it's from 
let me read the official when I read the little um, it was one of those little envelope things it says uh, the um, Department of the Treasury Internal mm. Revenue Services mm. also known as the IRS mm. and I'm like it's pretty thick too and I'm like this don't seem like you know hey <laughs> I don't think my tax returns <laughs> this don't seem here. like a check <laughs> uh-uh. <clears throat> so I open it and I'll just read this letter to you. Important message about your 2020 Form 1040. Your tax return doesn't match the information we have on file. The income and payment information we have on file from sources such as employers and financial institutions not match the information that you reported on your tax return. Mm. So I'm like, okay, well, let me go through this and see what's wrong. I said, you know me, I my tax guy's a little shady, but we've gotten away with it for a very long time. But I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so the first one, there was a uh, for my. I don't know how this got so wrong. I don't know why, but there was a. Um, we reported a um, my what's that? What's that called? I guess your W two mm-hmm. was off by nine dollars. I was like, okay, <laughs> not a big deal, right? Right. Apparently, there were a couple of different ten ninety nines that we reported on there for. Uh, Five dollars uh-huh. uh, that I guess that they were never reported on the other side. Uh-huh. Not a big deal, right? Uh-huh. Just flipping through a little bit more. Oh, here's one over here. Um, some other forms. The 1099G form apparently um, was two dollars. Two dollars off there, so that's no big deal. Mm-mm. Real estate sales. <laughs> California Coast escrow shown on return zero dollars. Reported by others, the complete sale price of my house. <laughs> oh, jeez. The difference is the complete sale house of my uh, price of my house, which, okay, I, 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 made, I made a pretty good amount of money off my house. I was able to sell it for a, a pretty large amount of money. You know, I don't like to talk about money, and I don't make – I make okay money. I make fine money. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like – but this house, I bought it, and I put I, – I just did my renovations. I put $100,000 into the renovations. I'm $102,000. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to sell it for a pretty, pretty penny. We'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. None of that got included on my tax return. Mm-hmm. None of it. And I don't mm-hmm. know why or how or what, mm-hmm. but for some reason, none of that's on my tax return. So mm-hmm. obviously now I'm kind of panicked because I'm like, what happens? First off, how did this happen? Because like, my, like, was this kind of some kind of shady thing my tax guy was trying to pull and like not yeah. report it? Yeah. Um, so I emailed him. I'm like, dude, like WTF, like what the hell's happening here? He was like, you never sent me the information. And there's nothing better, nothing more rewarding oh. than forwarding an email that you had already sent with this timestamp uh-huh. on it. You're like, I, I was like, literally, I sent this to you on the 8th of April. Mm. Like, and we had an extension. So it was like, what, the end of July or whatever until they were due. So it was plenty of time. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what that means. I don't know, y'all. It is it is a large dollar amount that was not shown on my taxes, mm-hmm. and I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm going to get penalized on this amount. If I'm going to get, I don't know if this means they're going to have to audit me. I don't. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know what it means. Mom, have you ever had this happen before, where you no. get a damn letter from the IRS, which is just no. so gut wrenching? No, you know, you know, J Mac. First of all, does his own taxes and he mm. like quadruple checks 
every single line item. Mm -hmm. So not to say that he hasn't made mistakes because we have two amended returns pending at the moment. Um, But no, we've never received a letter from the IRS stating that we didn't file correctly. I'm hoping that this is going to be as easy as just, okay, let's just clear this up real quick, you know, because I don't think I'm going to owe any money. You don't? I don't think I owe any money. Like, I don't think that was actually owed because my tax guy seems pretty confident right now, but I don't, oh. I, we haven't talked. He's just, he's a, he's an old person. So like his emails make literally no sense. I'm like, what? Like, I just got to call you because I don't, I don't know what's happening right now, but uh-huh. that's just not a great email to start my week off is no. uh friggin whole, my, all my, my price of my, um, house <laughs> not reported on my taxes wow so i don't know i don't know what happens next i'm kind of panicked but we'll see uh, and also this tell me if i'm wrong before i call him but like i shouldn't have to pay for his time to correct this because i That's sent him the info so right absolutely no okay i want to make sure that and we, he we, filed we the taxes and you paid him to file them right so he's so, responsible for that year's taxes Thank you, mom. I'll have you settle this up with him. I'm like, my okay. mom said. <laughs> That's right. And if you don't believe her, I'll have Jimmy Matt call you. Yeah, I'll have my dad call you. He, he can talk to you about this. the CEO of the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so I've just honestly, I've been like in a ball of anxiety all weekend, oh, just wondering like what this means because I don't know. I'm not sure what to do oh. now, but I'll keep you posted if like they, they show up. If I just disappear one day, I'm in, in prison. Just assume it's. <laughs> Because <laughs> then I'm like, is that tax fraud? I don't know the difference between tax fraud. Like, what does that mean? That is this tax fraud? That means that you intentionally try to get over on the government. But is that what this is? Well, I don't. It certainly wasn't intentional on your part. I know. That's why I'm like, I don't I know. It's just such his. a big dollar <laughs> amount. Yeah. It's like, it looks so shady. Of course, <laughs> they're going to notice this. It's not like it's just a dollar here, a dollar there. Like, it's a big yeah. dollar amount. Yeah. So. Wow, it might be time to shop for a new tax guy. I don't know. I don't know how this happened. My guy's so shady, it's like I don't want to get rid of him because I don't know if I can find anybody (laughs) as shady as him. I need somebody that's really going to push the limits because you know me. I don't know. We'll see how how the conversation goes. Maybe. We'll see. All right, Mom, let's get into our, uh, our quote for today. Okay. It's from Tina Turner. My greatest beauty secret is being happy with myself. It's a mistake to think you are you are what you put on yourself. Mm-hmm. I believe that a lot of how you look is to do with how you feel about yourself and your life. And I believe that's true too. I believe that what's inside of you comes out of you in every single way, mm-hmm. shape and form. Your attitude, your positivity, your negativity, the look on your face, the look in your eyes, um, yeah, all that. Well, I want to, uh, since we've been having such, I just want to just keep this a little lighter really quick. Okay. Because I have anxiety going through my body right now. Yeah. Like, do y'all hate wearing makeup? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like. Yes. I just want to, I'm just thinking about my ex-wife for a second. Not just her, but like every, literally every one of my female friends. I can't imagine like the amount of time that you put into that every day mm-hmm. and then you come home 
and then you just wash it right off. And the next day you mm-hmm. wake up and you do it all over again. Because mm-hmm. like, mom, how long does it take you to do your makeup? You're 60, you're 70 years old now. <laughs> Not um, quite, but almost. close. 69. Yeah. How long does it take you to do your makeup every day? Oh, about 20 minutes. But I don't do my that's makeup every day. Yeah, see, that's and, that's you got to figure it out. And as I've gotten older, I mean, I wear minimal. When makeup you were younger, when though, when you were in your 30s, what, how much time would you take you? Oh, probably 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, I think my ex wife, honestly, y'all, it could take like two hours sometime for her to get ready. Yeah. Like, I total. That. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, Mm-hmm. Sorry, just talking about like outer beauty. I was like, that's, I can't, like, uh, why have y'all not put your foot down yet and just been like, and Alicia Keys tried. Remember, she was like, okay, that's it, women. We're not wearing makeup anymore. And y'all were like, nah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Not, people not are, one no. person, not one person was like, okay, sure. Yeah. It's scary. <sighs> scary. God bless you. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's so funny because especially since we've moved to Dawsonville, I just like, I get up and I clean my face in the morning and I put on moisturizer, but I would never go out without lipstick. Um, yeah, but you know, I always think, well, for the people I know in Dawsonville, if they see me, I probably look better than most of them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the bread woman at Ingles is going to be judgmental. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't really worry about it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, that's that's just my thoughts on makeup. I, I just can't imagine. I, I just don't know how y'all do that every it's day. A lot, crazy. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Of money, money, yeah. Oh, Alicia keeps that right. Nobody industry. wants to join her, so yeah. All right, um, we're gonna get to Leah in a couple seconds. Before we do, our friends at Done want to make sure that you have taken this really quick assessment to find out how ADHD affects your life. And it's honestly like you don't think about this kind of thing, man, because we were never taught this growing up. You know, like some. I feel like kids nowadays. I feel like every kid's ADHD, uh, but mm-hmm. we weren't. We didn't know. I didn't think I knew any kids with ADHD growing up, you know? So well, you did, but they is, were probably undiagnosed. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is like most of us did go undiagnosed. So yes. now as adults, we're kind of have to make it for lost time. That's what Dunn has done. Dunn has turned ADHD into a strength by working with it and not against it. It is ADHD done differently and you can embrace ADHD and make it a strength. And that's basically what it is. Instead of being, oh my God, I've got to procrastinate over everything. Oh my God, I've got to, you know, uh, I'm so forgetful. I can never remember anything is. All these things weigh on you after a while, right? Like if you put projects off at the last minute, that's Mm -hmm. a sign. If like by the time your day is done, you're like, oh, I just couldn't focus on anything. Um, All these could be signs that you have adult ADHD. You just don't realize it because you're just used to it. There's so many people that have it that just don't even realize it. So all we're asking you to do is take a really quick assessment to find out how uh, if you, you know, if you do have adult ADHD and then how it affects your life. It takes less than five minutes. And then from there, if you want to go on and get the start working with done, you get uh 50% off your initial appointment, which is a hundred bucks off. So it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the best offer they have actually. Um, so do this. If you text the word done, D O N E to eight, eight, eight Kramer, eight done to eight, eight, eight Kramer, eight. And, um, go, if you go to the, uh, show notes as well, you can do it that way and click on the link for done. Just take it. I think it's just interesting to know kind of where you stand with it. Cause you may not, but if you do, at least you kind of know what's going on. So that's uh text the word done to eight, eight, eight Kramer, eight, or just go in the show notes and click on the link there. All right, Manscaped's back on the podcast this week. Oh, Love Manscaped. Good. Thank you so much for every single person that has bought Manscaped and a bunch of you guys have. Their new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one hygiene and skin um, – sorry, hygiene skin and hair bundle that is 
designated to upgrade every man's shower routine from head to toe. And most likely, if you're a woman, you know this is probably needs to be done at this point. So <laughs> do this. Uh, there's five things, actually six things included in this package. It's the Ultra um, – sorry, Clone Infused Ultra Premium Body Wash. Uh, you've also got the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. You have got the uh, Manscaped Aluminum-Free Deodorant as well as the Manscaped uh, Moisturizing Spray and the Lip Balm, which is absolutely free because you bought the whole package. Plus, last but not least, it is the Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer to clean off any unwanted body hair. It is a waterproof trimmer and it is amazing. So do this <laughs> go to manscaped.com and use the code Kramer20 to get 20% off anything you see on manscaped.com, uh, plus free shipping. Manscaped.com. The offer is 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code Kramer20. All right. Um, before we do talk to Leah today, Mom, let's go ahead and do uh, our certified fan shout outs. Okay. Certified fans and are amazing. She's new. Wait, do we have? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if she filled out her form. Let me see. Okay. So we uh, we I had a new. She did. Mom, why don't you explain what certified fans are while I look this up? Okay. Um, they're your way of saying thank you. For doing the best job we know how <laughs> and, and for being a part of our fan fam by just supporting us with a few dollars a month that allows Kramer to pay the bills. Um, and that's about it to keep this show going. And we'd love to have you as a part of our family. You get special discounts on merch. You get um, uh, an opportunity to post on our fan fam page on facebook which is a lot of fun and we we all enjoy being there together and that's my favorite thing i just love that it is great connecting with it with just adds all. to it because you get like we, we we talk about the topics of the day mm -hmm. uh, carissa does a great job with it and um she does well shauna so, i don't know what happened uh, you may okay. shauna might be behind because okay. on friday i gave her some homework to go finish up her form but i'm gonna wait and see if she does Okay. Well, you know what? You know what? This is gonna be your day. This is gonna be it. Oh. So when you join, you you get an episode dedicated to you. This is her. It's gonna be her episode. Okay. And then if we can correct it later on, we will. Uh, Shauna okay. is our newest certified fan. I just don't have her information. I'm just guessing from her email address. Her name is Shauna. So I don't know where you're mm -hmm. from or what you do, or what you're about. But this episode is dedicated to you. So let's give Shauna a whoop whoop, mom. Yes, whoop whoop to Shauna. Glad you're here. Absolutely. And you can help the show by texting the word fans F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight. Text fans to 888-Kramer8. And mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. Mental Health Monday time. This is my therapist friend, Leah, who is a great therapist, by the way. Highly recommended. And we come on every Monday. We talk about things that you might talk about in therapy and uh, mental health and relationships and Things like that. And our Mental Health Monday, by the way, is brought to you by Done, which is online personalized treatment for ADHD. It's actually number one in ADHD specialized online treatment platforms. It's very cool. Wait, what we're going to do? Changes. Like, even change is scary. Good change can be really scary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you wonder how Lee and I plan these podcasts, this is what just happens. We just say, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> and then we go, what, what is it? Well, and, <laughs> and then we confirm six times and then we do it. Right? Very what? Relevant. It's relevant. It's very relevant. Change is very scary. 
And it's scary on either side, but it doesn't seem like it's supposed to be scary when it's a good change. You know, like yeah. obviously when I, when divorce was looming in front of me, scary. Yeah. You know, like bad, scary, like not my choice. And this happens a lot of times where like your life just takes a shift and you're so terrified of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's good change too, but that's mm-hmm. also can be just as scary. And Leah's kind of going through that as we speak. First off, congratulations. Thank you. She Thank is you. Um, getting into the next phase of her career. Yeah, I am full-time private practice now and doing other forms of content contribution and hopefully more writing. And I get to be my own boss full-time, which is really cool. So do you think that's because the success of this podcast, do you feel like that most of your success has come because of this podcast? (laughs) Sure. We'll say it's it's part of it. I think it's put you on the map. This is, I think it's helped. I really do think it's helped. (laughs) I don't know about that. I doubt it, but thank you. I mean, I think it's helped my like, um, public speaking, but like skills as far as doing these kinds of things. I did a workshop yesterday and I felt I wasn't anxious at all before, which is usually I'm like super anxious, even though I know the topic really well. And I, I feel like I'm more confident in, in speaking and doing these types of things. So I think it, maybe it's not put me on the map, but like, I feel very, I guess I've gained skills. You have, you know? I mean, I can tell a big difference from when you first started doing these. Yeah. And I so, use like less often, which is cool. Let's see. Look at you. I, I, I still use like a ton. I know. I'm not as professional as you, which is why I still have to be grinding away over here on my you know, corporate like job. Much. Yeah. I saw something. I did this like therapy Thursday with this um, really great therapist. She is in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I said like so many times, I'm like, this is the typical California Valley girl. And this is so annoying. I know. She's like these freaking US people. <laughs> She's and they're so, likes. so great, you know? And anyway, we're getting sidetracked here. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so change is, is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, change is scary even when it's for a good reason. So right now, you're in the midst of a big life change. Yeah. So let's kind of break. We're going to kind of hone in on your situation today and then kind of talk about how to handle change yeah. even when it's like for a good reason. Yeah. So again, I'm going I, – I was at a clinic for four years and I was doing private practice part-time and the goal ultimately was to work for myself full-time down the line um, when I was in a somewhat of a financial place to do it or just timing-wise, right? And so right. that was the plan and um, I think it was like late fall – early winterish, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, and you know, gave my three months notice to my boss. Cause I wanted to give wow. time for my clients. I had all of my clients, you know, to process and, um, work through any feelings that come up or like, just give them that time to, to really take it in. Some, some people had a really hard time with it. Others didn't, but anyway, so I made that, I'm, you know, I gave my three months and I started preparing and, um, it's really exciting and I love that I can be my own boss, have my own schedule and um, really do the kind of work I want to do. See people weekly. I couldn't do that at the clinics. I can sure. prepare more for therapy sessions, which is really great. So I've already started to do that and I just feel like I can be the best therapist and really do the work that I want to do if I'm my own boss and you know work by my own parameters. So that was really cool and it is still really cool, but it's very, very scary. And this is going to be week three. So I had two full weeks um, 
after leaving my full-time job, I have, again, a smaller caseload because I've, um, I wasn't taking on clients for like a couple years cause I just didn't have the capacity to on top of my full-time job. Right. So it takes a while to build. Um, and I've networked, I have a lot of therapists that I'm in contact with that I, that I've networked with and reached out to and I've, you know, I'm starting to do all, I'm trying to be more active on social media and update things on like say call today and do all that stuff. Um, but it's right. really scary because it takes time to build. Like, you know, it's people and I've had people reach out already. Like I've, I've, I've had a couple new clients in the last couple, like two, three weeks, which is actually good, but I think it, it's because slow. you're having to make your own money now, basically like right. you're, you don't have a salary. You're having to yes. do it all yourself. <laughs> like every dollar that you make now is your dollar. Yeah. And so yeah. that's like, you don't get that, that paycheck. Right. And that sure. was, so that's a little scary. And, you know, I am pretty fortunate that I was able to put money away and have the resources. So for like, a couple months, I'll be pretty, I'll be okay. It'll be frugal, but I'll be okay. But I think after that, it's going to be really, I think just knowing that is really scary. And knowing, like you said, that I'm, I'm the source of my income now completely is really scary. Right. And, um, it's hard. Uh, I'm not a business person. And so it's really hard to do the market part. Um, and to really, I just don't like being pushy and I don't think therapists should be pushy. So I think too, it's this balance yeah. of wanting to put yourself out there. How do you market yourself and not push it, but also say mental health is important, but also I need a paycheck. I need like money. <laughs> well, okay. So like just yeah. like overall themes then here, like what, what do you do when you've got change ahead of you and you're yeah. scared, but even though it's positive, it's, you're almost giving yourself a therapy session here, but I think everyone goes through this change. Yeah. I mean, moving here, I was really excited to start the show with Jess, but I was terrified. I mean, I was li- yeah. literally leaving everything. And we I could think, have, we should have recorded this episode, you know, a year and a half ago, but it's fine. Well, I think we met after the fact, right? Yeah, we did. I was already here. Yeah. Um, and I say met, it's like virtual met, meet mm-hmm. met, virtually met. Right. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think, well, so a few things. So I've been really restless. Like I am a workaholic and I don't, in general, I don't rest very well. I don't relax. I feel like a lot of my like OCD and generalized anxiety is manifest in me being busy and mm-hmm. doing things all the time and trying to find new projects and work stuff. And like, so I have a lot of downtime and that's really hard. So I think a lot of it's like just pep talks, like really like, you know, like it's going to be okay. Like this is part of it. It takes time to build because all therapists will say that. I don't know any therapist that like starts their private practice. It takes a lot, you know? Sure. Yeah. And so build it up. Yeah. And I'm going to, and I try to remind myself of like all the things I have to be grateful for as far as my mom's, I, so my mom's a therapist. I sublet from her. So we, you know, she's giving me like, I I've been subletting. And so I, you know, I pay monthly, but she's being very generous in how much I have to pay because other people would have to pay, you know, like six to $900 for rent for their, their practice. So I'm trying to remind myself of all these things that I have. So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Let's go back. Number uh-huh. one, step number one, because I feel like we're kind of flying through these. Okay. Step number one is to pep, <laughs> pep talk. Positive pep talk. Yeah. Okay. And challenge num- like the the self doubt. So like, you know, worried about never, you know, kind of like absolutes. Like, oh God, like you know, what if I what if I don't? What happens if I don't? Yeah, this doesn't work out or and spiraling, right? So just kind yeah. of like take it day by day and be like, okay, this is normal. So kind of that like evidence gathering. This is like normal. This is how everyone starts their full time practice. This is part right. of the process. Okay, that's that's number one. Okay, number two. 
What's number two? <laughs> You're the therapist. You gratitude, tell me. Gratitude. So I was saying like just oh, yeah. about things I have to be – I have to be that's, No, that's really important, right? Because you do have – I mean yeah. you you have a lot more freedom now. You have yeah. All the things that maybe have, were difficult about your last job, you don't have yeah. to worry about those, you know, and – I've been more, I, and I have more time to exercise and do the things. Like I have more time to be social. I actually want to be social. It's so funny. I was telling a friend because I typically, after a long day of work, I don't, I have zero, like I, my gas tank, it, like it's empty. My social yeah, is like done. Sure. And so right now I'm like making plans after, for, you know what I mean? Like I'm like making plans. It's great. But I guess to find, find things that you can be thankful for in the situation and yeah. kind of use those you know, more often. And it's good to ground me, right? If I'm spiraling to be like, okay, well, these are the things that I get out of this. I'm spending lots of time with my dog who is a elderly dog. And so that's yeah. nice. Like, I don't think, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do that in her last, I mean, I hope she lives a while. But like, that's kind of nice. Don't like, jinx it. Her. Don't jinx yeah. it. I know. She's fine. But we spend a lot of time together. So that's been nice too. Sure. Is there a three or do we just have a one and a two? One and a two. Um, like change, I think it's just knowing that change, being okay with both anxiety, the uncertainty, and also being excited. I think we tend to, and we've talked about this. I think we tend to think very much in binaries or just like, we have one emotion, like I'm scared or I'm, Mm. you know, I'm, I'm upset or angry and you can be anxious and worried and also excited and hopeful. So this idea of, you know, yes. And and having these feelings that may feel conflicting and being okay with that. I think I struggle with that a lot. And that's when I say, try to stay really busy. So I have to remind myself like mm-hmm. embrace this time. It's okay to be excited. It's okay to enjoy the time. You know what I mean? I sure. think I feel this guilt. So it's like wrestling with the guilt of like not being productive every second of the every day when I don't have a client to like actually embrace this. This is your break. And eventually you won't have this time. So, right. Yeah. You know? So I think it's really just balancing those emotions and trying to ground myself in everything that I'm grateful for and challenge those thoughts. Um, I think those are the three things, maybe. I am very excited for you. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm I'm not anxious for you. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Um, And how can we help support you? I'm like – Go to therapy with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now, oh, now you want us to do therapy with you. No, okay. no, 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 I have the availability now, so I am. Look for, at for anyone who's in California, hey. um, I'm I am licensed to practice here, so I am taking new clients. Is that a thing, by the way? Yeah, you have because when it. I moved when I moved from California to Maryland, I had to get a different uh, better help therapist, and what? I was like, is that like a thing? You can only so I can only talk to therapists in the uh, state. Yeah, some people are like I think a little more like flexible, like. So they're like, well, you're, we don't know if you're permanently in Baltimore. So like, but right. you know, technically we're not supposed to practice outside of our state. Um, and not that we had to be physically in if we had to license in the state. So I could be living in Hawaii and, you know, working be, in California. Right. In California. Like, got like, it. So you can see anybody in California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do we do that? How do we set that up? So going to my website's the easiest probably. So it's, um, you can link it or it's on my, it's on also linked to my social media. It's leahagiri.com. And yeah, you I, I told her to make an easier URL, but she didn't want to no, listen well, to what it. What would but, you suggest? If you, if you come up with something, let me know. 
um, I'll have to think of something because it is kind of hard. Like your name is very challenging. So I feel like we need like an easier – even like Leah's hard. Because how do you spell it? L-E-A, L-E-A-H, you know? It's just – it's a yeah. tough one. And then a Geary, good luck. Like <laughs> the two Gs, two Us, I never know. I'm always – always got to spell check it. Um, no, it's okay. I'll, just, I'll link it. I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, so he'll link it. But you can just um, send me a message and inquiry saying you're interested in therapy. And it's all – we. I offer 15-minute free consultations before. You're not committing That's to nice. anything. And we – we talk about what you're looking for and see if it's appropriate. Cause you know, I have a certain specialty and niche and other therapists, you know, also specialize in other things. So it's always about goodness of fit. I always tell people to, to shop around. So while I encourage you to reach out, if you've, you know, kept up with us on mental health Mondays and you kind of know what my style is and conversational style and personality is, then I'm the same way in session. So if you like that, check it out, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Okay, how are we doing on our vitamin intake? Eh, yeah. Most of us, not so good. I'm like a psycho about vitamins, but being a psycho vitamin person is so much easier now, thanks to our friends over at Care Of. And what changes is like your, cha- your care, your vitamins, your intake, uh, your wellness journey and your health, it changes throughout time. Like I just had to upgrade my vitamin, my multivitamin to a 40 plus. Ugh, I'm 38, y'all, but it's here. It is here because as your body changes, like I think this one has more prostate support. I forget what else it's different for uh, because your body changes throughout time. And so you need also a regimen of vitamins that are going to take care of that as well. Supplements, it's not one size fits all, right? And that's what Care Of provides is tailored guidance that evolves as you change. It's like as your needs change, it changes with you, right? Care Of is awesome. You just go on, you take a really quick, short, in-depth quiz about your health goals and your lifestyle, and you get a personally tailored recommendation based on your answers. And you can stick to what they tell you to, or you can change it up at any time. And also, if you're a member, you should go check what you're taking you know, on a regular basis. Maybe if it's been a year from now, because Carabas has been on for a while for us. So if you're... Um, you know, it's, it's if you're wondering, hey, what supplements should I take, especially at my age, or I've got these issues or this lifestyle, uh, Care Of is great for that. So if you've never tried Care Of before, you need to, and we give you 50% off your first purchase of Care Of. So if you go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code Kramer50, TakeCareOf.com, promo code Kramer50. It's really interesting to find out the supplements your body needs, depending on where you are and the age of your life. Uh, also, I'm a big therapy person, as you know, from Mental Health Mondays with Leah, and Leah's a great therapist, and there's also tons of great therapists on BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and I just started back on BetterHelp uh, two weeks ago, and no no big breakthroughs yet to share. Uh, I'm just kind of getting started. The first couple sessions is kind of where you want to go, and where I'm trying to go is figuring out what's really going to make me happy. Uh, moving forward, you know, I'm in a contract year. I'm trying to figure out what to do with my life to really maximize my happiness. So that's kind of what we're talking about. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even uh, live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anybody on the camera. I just do the video chat. I'm sorry, the not the um, the calls, and because I don't like to see anybody as an introvert, it's like the uh, scary. It's much more affordable, affordable, by the way, than in-person therapy. And you can get matched with your therapist in under 48 hours. You can give it a try and see why 2 million people have used online therapy from Better. It's giving me better help. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Certified Mama's Boy listeners get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. 
All right, there we go. Monday's show is down. Oh, it's a good week for you. Let's, you know, I'm manifesting it right now. This is going to be the best week of your life. And mine too. And some really good stuff's going to happen this week. I can feel it for you. So thanks for making us your podcast of choice and for being here. We're getting close to our uh, next, uh, this Friday. No, this, yeah, this Friday is our two-year anniversary of Certified Mama's Boy. So thanks for being here along for the ride. Brand new Ask My Mom tomorrow. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.